Hello, all, and welcome to episode 32 of Geeks and Games. I'm Tiger, and as always, I'm joined by Yoshimitsu. Hello. I would say it's been a little bit since we've done our last episode, but from my point of view, we just did one today. You know, technical issues. We had to re-record. Hopefully, this one won't get lost, too. Um, <clears throat> moving in somewhat abruptly to news. Um, first off, the FIFA company has announced that... um. EA is no longer going to be making their games. So from now on, basically a different company is just going to keep making the FIFA games. Let's hope fans of the series won't get um, an entry that's too departed from the franchise they love. <clears throat> and a couple of Pikmin news items. Um, first off, Niantic, the makers behind Pokemon Go, are making a app called Pikmin Bloom, where you can sort of plant Pikmin seedlings. And... I guess if you're a fan of AR apps and Pikmin, but not Pokemon, this is definitely the thing for you. I guess, or if you're a Nintendo fan in general who likes mobile gaming, this is also up your alley. Since I feel like every major Nintendo franchise except um, Legend of Zelda has gotten an app. Like there was a Mario Run, then there was a Fire Emblem one, then there was an Animal Crossing one, which I believe was also on the three. No, that was um. There's Animal Crossing Pocket Camp was on the iOS, and now there's Pikmin. And, of course, Pokemon Go. We can't forget about that. But uh, Legend of Zelda hasn't got one mysteriously. So it'll be interesting to see if there are any stuff like um, a Splatoon app, an ARMS app, if there's ever a sequel, things like that coming in the future. Um, Also, Roblox experienced a pretty major crash over the past week. I know that some people wouldn't consider Roblox a real game. <laughs> but, you know, it is a real game regardless. Some people blamed it on the fact that there was a Chipotle promotion that... um. A million free burritos would be given away during a Roblox contest, but I don't know if that was the reason the system crashed or not. I think it was just a server malfunction, you know, pretty standard with big games like that. Um, and I talked about this on the... Um, oh, sorry about that. I talked about this a bit on the last episode of Geeks and Films we did, but um, Nintendo has just announced like the a price expansion to the... Nintendo Switch Online, where they're adding Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and DLC to Animal Crossing. But it's too much. Um, the base Switch Online is fit, is um, 20 bucks, but it's increasing to 50 bucks a year. And the family one, which is uh, 80 bucks a year, which is a $45 price increase from the previous one. It's too much. It's just too much. I don't know why Nintendo thinks they can get away with stuff like this. The trailer's gotten so many dislikes for a reason. And I kind of wanted to elaborate on like some games that I feel like they need to be added for um for the price increase to be justified. Like, but I mean, so for the Genesis games we have, it's a Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is called Puyo Puyo in Japan. Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Fantasy Star 4, Rice Star Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, and Strider. Now, the problem with this is that there's already a pretty big Sega Genesis collection on the Switch. It has, like, over 50 games or something. Sega loves to re-release their games. They did it a couple generations earlier with the Xbox 360, and then even earlier with the PlayStation 2. They just keep releasing old Genesis games. Like it would be more interesting to see Sega Saturn games. Um, I feel like some games that would be worth coming over is uh, maybe Mega Man The Wily Wars, but Capcom, Konami, uh, 
those games don't bring over their older franchises as much. So I don't know how likely that would be. Mega Man The Wily Wars is kind of like a remake of Mega Man 1 through 4 or something for the Mega Drive. Didn't come to America in cartridge form, but it did come on the short-lived Sega Channel radio broadcast thingamajig. Um, Pulse Man, this is... If you haven't heard of this game, don't feel bad. It's like um, this guy creates a computer, but then he falls in love with the computer he created, and then he has a child. And so the child that's both his child and his grandchild um, has to go inside the computer to free his father because it's supposedly latched a hold of him or something. Kind of weird. Yeah. It's a weird game, but it was made by Game Freak, the same people that made... um. The same people that Pokemon. made Pokemon, yeah. There were a couple of other games they made too, but Pokemon's, of course, their big one. It was founded by this guy named uh, Satoshi Tojiri, I think. He like started Game Freak as like an independent magazine publisher or something, and then somehow they ended up making games, and then Nintendo found them, and they started making the Pokemon franchise, which is basically Nintendo's top-selling franchise behind only Mario. And uh, the last Genesis game I feel like would be worth coming over is Fantasy Zone 2. The Fantasy Zone games, are I've heard, are pretty good shoot-em-ups. I mean, there are some other Genesis games, of course, that it's like... um, It might not be worth adding just because of, uh, you know, like the Mickey Mouse. Um, Mickey Mouse and Castle of Illusion and World of Illusion just because of di- the Disney license being kind of tricky. I mean, Sora's in Smash and Mickey's head is prominently featured on the Keyblade, but... Still, that's probably something that Nintendo doesn't want to deal with again. Um, I feel like anything that's already on the collection, of course, shouldn't be added next. I prefer them focusing more on games that haven't been added. Like, what about um, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Because why not? That's actually a really fun game, though. I think that was a launch game for the Genesis, too. Have you Um, ever played that game? I don't think I have. I haven't played very many Genesis games would recommend it's pretty fun actually cool then i mean there are other games of course that were released on both the genesis and super nintendo and it's kind of confusing which version they should add like at this point they probably just make remasters for the switch itself like um earthworm gym i played the genesis version but it's also on super nintendo they also ported it to game boy game boy advance there was an enhanced remake for the sega cd which if they ported one over they they might as well do that one Actually, I heard Earthworm Jim's getting a fourth entry on the Intellivision Amico when it eventually releases. But Sonic's getting his own collection to uh, Sonic Origins, which has um, Sonic 1, 2, 3, Knuckles, and CD. So that'll be interesting to see when it comes out, but I hope no other Sonic games get out because that the way Sega does things is kind of weird. Not as weird as Nintendo, but, you know, still weird. Um, The... Of course, Nintendo 64 games coming too. So they're adding um, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi Story, Ocarina of Time, Winback Covert Operations, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, and Sin and Punishment. Now, Winback is, I don't think I'd even heard of this game before it was announced. That was like the only one I hadn't heard of out of the whole bunch. Um, yeah, all of these make sense. I've heard the emulation on the sit on the Nintendo 64 one isn't that good, even. I, I wonder if I hope Nintendo's going to improve it in future updates. Also, side note random thing they added Nintendo 64 Switch Online controller support to Mario 3D All Stars. So, thankfully, if you're planning on getting the game, 
oh wait you can't nintendo took it off the eShop. too bad so sad <laughs> um now you'll just have to play it on switch online yay happy <laughs> Yeah, gosh, I, I make the lamest joke sometimes. So I feel more games that need to be added. Uh, some that are coming soon. There's going to be Majora's Mask, Paper Mario, Banjo-Kazooie. This was a big surprise because, you know, Rare and Microsoft and whatnot. Rare made pretty great games when they were on Nintendo systems. One kind of outlier that I've heard people don't like as much is Killer Instinct's Gold, just because it's not as graphically impressive for the system because they were planning to make Killer Instinct 2 for the Super Nintendo, but then they heard the 64 is coming out, so they're like, okay, we'll just spruce it up a teeny bit and call it Killer Instinct Gold and put it on the 64. But, I mean, after Rare migrated over to Microsoft, their output was not as great. I mean, I've heard mixed opinions about Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. I've heard Perfect Dark Zero wasn't as good. I've heard the Viva Pinata games are pretty fun, but other than that, you know, Rare hasn't been doing as much, except Sea of Thieves, but we'll get into that later. Um, since, uh, I mean, other games too, uh, F-Zero X, Pokemon Snap, Mario Golf, and Kirby 64. Um, some other games that should be added, uh, um, Donkey Kong 64. I mean, since Rare is working with Nintendo to bring these over, I mean, since they brought Banjo-Kazooie and Smash, of course they can bring him over to the... Uh, bring out his game and other games yeah donkey kong 64 now people can experience the dk rap and glorious is the switch 780p or 1080p i think it's 780p on the actual console i mean the the handheld device but if you're watching it on a tv it might be 1080p it depends rumors of a 4k switch are still there even though the oled the oled didn't quite do what we wanted um there's also Diddy Kong Racing, which is another game made by Rare that many people haven't heard of, but I've heard it's a very good game. Rare made a port of it for the DS, but they cut out basic. No, I don't. I don't think Rare made the port. I think Nintendo made a DS port that cut out all the characters, like um, Banjo Kazooie and Conquer are characters in that game, and Conquer's Bad Fur Day is an M-rated game. But if you want to play a Conquer game to know more about the character, but don't have the guts to play. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. They did make a Conquer game for the Game Boy Color that I heard is kid-friendly, I think. So it's kind of weird what they did with the character, but okay. Then they announced this weird thing called Young Conquer, which was like a tech demo or something, and it was not well-received. Um, Clay Fighter 63 and a third are Sculptor's Cut. Now, I'm sure most of you may not know what this is, but the main reason I want this added is just because of how rare and expensive it is. And it would be interesting for people to experience because I'm, I'm, I mentioned Earthworm Jim and Boogerman earlier. You can play as those characters in that game. So, I mean, the game play, I don't think it's really that good, but still it would be interesting to bring it over because um, on the NES service, they brought over Fire and Ice, which is actually a really good game. It's also known as Solomon's Key 2. It's like a puzzle game where you try to eliminate all the fire in an area and then re replace it with ice but it goes for like 200 bucks on the secondhand market. So I'm glad Nintendo brought that over. And if they brought that over, they might be able to bring over this, but it might be a little bit tricky with interplay and whatnot. Moving back to the Nintendo games, uh, Wave Race 64. Um, the original Wave Race on the Game Boy would also be an interesting addition. I've heard good things about those games. Uh, Pilot Wing 64, I'm not... I mean, they might as well because uh, they've brought over the original Pilot Wings for the Super Nintendo, so this one would be an interesting addition as well. Uh, Killer Instinct Gold, like I said, because of what they're doing with Rare, they might be able to port that one over. 
I'm sure they're not going to bring over M-rated games. The highest they've gone, I think, is just with T-rated games. So they are not going to bring over anything M-rated. I don't know if Killer Instinct Gold is M-rated, but one of the more recent games is. So that might be a little dodgy. 1080 snowboarding, kind of along the lines of like wave race. It's like, uh, I actually think two of the characters in the game universe are related. Like there's Ryota Hayami in the wave race games. His little sister is a snowboarder in the 1080 snowboarding games. Um, if they're bringing over Banjo-Kazooie, they also might as well bring over Banjo-Tooie just for the sake of it. Uh, Mario Golf, that would be an interesting one as well. Mario Tennis, I feel like, is the more important one to go over since, uh, you know, Waluigi's Mario Tennis. Actually, I read my list wrong. Mario Golf is one of the games that's coming over. Um, Cruisin' USA, they just made a cruise, a sequel to this game called Cruisin' Blast for the Switch. So it'd be interesting for them to bring over the original as well. Rayman 2, now I'm pretty sure most of you might be like, hold up, I don't, why would they bring over one game from Ubisoft? So it might be a better idea if they just take the original three Rayman games and then just put them in a collection instead, as well as Rayman Origins. Um, Mischief Makers, now if you haven't heard of them, don't feel bad. I've only seen gameplay of it and it looks good. I heard of it from one of Metal Jesus Rock's videos talking about Nintendo 64 Hidden Gems. If you're looking to collect, all of his videos are pretty good. Some of them are a little 13 plus, so be warned. But they're they're really good for figuring out like what games you want to collect for what systems. Like he kind of brings over a little bit of everything into his videos and a lot of fun guests on it. His videos are a lot of fun. Um, but Mischief Makers, I heard it's like a 2D platformer with some interesting mechanics. So that would be a fun one to bring over. Um, Goemon. If you haven't heard of Goemon either, don't feel bad. Um, I heard he was actually like a real person from like ancient Japan. But uh, so there was a Goemon side, 2D side-scrolling game and a 3D platforming game. If they brought over his costume to Smash Bros. as a Mii Fighter costume, they might be able to bring him his games over as well. So people wondering who the character is can experience these. There was also a Goemon game for the Super Nintendo that might be worth bringing over. Also, um, Zelda Master Quest. Now, if you haven't heard of this, there was a Zelda game for game collection or something that's like a, as a pre-order bonus for the Wind Waker. It collected like... I think it had a, there were like two different Wind Waker, there were like two different Wind Waker pre-order bonuses. One of them had Ocarina of Time and Master Quest. The other one had like um, Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. I don't know why they bothered to re-release it twice or the, on the GameCube, but I've heard both of them are pretty rare. But it would be interesting to see that one brought over since it was a canceled 64 DD game. Also, bring over some of the 64DD games. It would be interesting to see the Mario Artist games, uh, Doshin the Giant, although because that was like an, an enhanced version came out for the GameCube, they might bring over that one instead. Now, first off, here are some games that won't be added, even though some people may be very disappointed. GoldenEye 007. Now, I'm so sorry. This game is so fun. Yoshimitsu knows what I'm talking about. But the, pro but the problem is it features James Bond, and like I said, if Mickey Mouse is hard. Bringing over James Bond license might be hard as well. Um, but Perfect Dark and Conquer is bad for a day just because of their M rating. You know, stuff like that. Um, before I move on to other consoles, here are some other games that I feel like would be cool to be added. Um, The original Mother, like, or, or as it's known in America, Earthbound Beginnings, or just put all three Mother games in a collection. 
any joy mech fight it's on the japanese switch online service you can just make a japanese account and if you own switch online and experience it there but i'm um, i think i would prefer it if they brought over more japanese games to the to the american service i know they can do it they have panel de pawn and uh there was this other side scrolling game i can't remember what it was called it's like a famicom game that they had on the nes service um the mysterious murasame castle it's kind of in the vein of the legend of zelda i think it's on the 3ds eShop. if you do want a way to experience it in america i'm not sure but it's from what i've heard it's kind of interesting um any of the Final Fantasy games, though, because of the way Square Enix worked with their IP, they might most likely will just put it in a collection since the Final Fantasy Pixel Perfect collection with 1 through 6 is coming to Steam and iOS, I think. I would also like it if they brought it over to Switch. That would make sense. Um, Zoda's Revenge Star Tropics 2. This was like the second last game to be released for the NES before Wario's Woods came out. I think it was like 94, 93, something like that. They have the original Star Tropics. It would only make sense if they brought over that one. Um, Fire Drag Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, the localization, but justly, since they didn't do it right the first time, they only made it like a limited time download. And also I found out that like the reason so many of the promotions that were Mario related ended in March of 2021 was because that's when Nintendo's fiscal year ends. So that kind of just made it a little easier for them financially, I guess, to pay for everything they wanted it to be discontinued um ring king this was another game that i'd heard from one of the metal jesus hidden gems video and it also looks kind of fun but because punch out's already on there maybe two boxing games would be a bit excessive oh no uh mock rider this was i think this is this and donkey kong jr math are like the only black box nes games from the original line that weren't included in the service donkey kong jr math understandably why it's a cruddy math game and it goes for a ridiculous amount of money on the secondhand market but a uh, mock rider it's a it's a motorcycle game it looks interesting i would i would like to see that brought over it's kind of like the nintendo version of hang on um let's see rc pro-am now i'll talk about this maybe a little bit more later but it's another game made by rare so if they're bringing over banjo kazooie this might be another one they bring over heard good things about that one as well um for the super nintendo harvest moon this was another one like it's just rare so i'd like to see it brought over if you don't know about it i think it's just known as like a i think it's known as rune factory now or some other name it's like a farming simulator if you want something similar you can play the stardew valley games those are pretty similar and also fun from what i've heard um earthbound of course but like i said if they make the mother collection that they probably wouldn't be able to do that super mario rpg this one was made by square so because of the licensing they might might not be able to bring it over that way but we would like to see it anyway earthbound and mario rpg are the most heavily requested games to bring over to the service the original killer instinct if they're bringing over killer instinct gold for the 64 it also makes sense to do this one I was going to mention the Contra games, but there's already a Contra collection on the Switch, so that might not be worth doing. Chrono Trigger, like, also, it's also made by Squaresoft, so probably not, but it would be interesting. It, they, they were able to put it on the DS, so I don't know, maybe. Kirby's Avalanche, this is one of the only Kirby games that aren't on the Super Nintendo service. 
Also, maybe Kirby Superstar Sacker for the Super Famicom. Um, like they have Kirby's Dreamland Three, Dream Course. There, there's like one other game, but Kirby's Avalanche is like the only Kirby game on the Super Nintendo that didn't make it over. I'd also like to give a shout out to Faceball Two Thousand. It, it's an interesting first-person shooter, from what I've heard. But they might bring over the Game Boy one as well, since it's so innovative. You know, like being a first-person shooter on the Game Boy that shouldn't work, but it does apparently. And a couple of other honorable mention RPGs, Illusion of Gaia and Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. I think, yeah, Mystic Quest, I believe, is on the Super Nintendo Mini. So if you want a way to experience it, you can either buy it for ridiculously high money from scalpers or see if your local library has one. Support your library. Also, old Satellaview games. I'd like to see these released, like um, Shigesato Itoi's Bass Fishing Game, the Excite Bike that was an exclusive Mario version. I'm sure there are many others that I'm forgetting to mention, but seeing these brought over would be fun. Some other consoles that I would like to see get added, like um, these next two would probably just be included like right below the Sega Genesis games in the same like panel. You know, like the thing you click on and it's just there, not a game, but a service. So underneath those Genesis games on the Genesis service, I'd like to see a couple of 32X games, just uh, Virtua Fighter, Knuckles Chaotix, and Virtua Racing. Those are the big three I'd like to see brought over because of their graphics graphical capability but i don't think they'd bring over any others because i feel like the majority of them are either like licensed games or kind of brutal like the star wars arcade one i've heard is a good one uh sega cd games i know uh i don't know if he's actually played the games but i know that yoshimitsu is a pretty big fan of musha i I like the soundtrack and it looks really cool yeah there was another game in that series for the Sega CD. I believe it was Robo Alest. They made an Alest collection on the Switch, but it didn't come to America. So maybe they could localize that instead. Like I said, Final Fight CD, maybe. Uh, oh, no, I didn't say Final Fight CD earlier. I said I was talking about Earthworm Jim for the Sega CD. But yeah, Final Fight has a port for the Sega CD. So that would be interesting to see that one. Or Secret of Monkey Island, but because it was originally a PC game, maybe not. Since they re-released um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol, which were other LucasArts games for the for like PCs in the early like like late 80s, early 90s, they could bring the Monkey Island games over in collections, as well as maybe Maniac Mansion and Day of the Tentacle, since I've heard good things about those. Or they could bring the NES version of Maniac Mansion over to the NES Switch Online. Also, maybe some Sega Game Gear games like a Sonic Triple Trouble, Sonic Drift 1 and 2, Shinobi 2. I, I think um, there's Shinobi 1 through 3. Like The original Shinobi is on the Master System. They could bring over some Master System games too, like um, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Um, yeah, other games like that, but uh, I didn't focus on those as much. But uh, there's a Wonder Boy game for the Game Gear 2, I think, as well. But if they call it a different name in America, Game Gear games, I don't know as much of a significant portion of them are either ports of Master System games or gimped version of Genesis games. So maybe it might not be worth the trouble. But uh, Nintendo consoles, that would be worth adding. GameCube, of course, like uh, Mario Sunshine, since they added Mario 64, that was already on 3D All-Stars. They might as well add this one as well. Pikmin, they... Uh, since Pikmin celebrating its 20th anniversary, it released on the 26th of October in 2001. They could bring over this in Pikmin 2 as well. Uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. 
I don't know how it would work since the DK Bongo. Maybe there could be an option to play with the DK Bongos through the GameCube adapter if you wanted. Since they have the GameCube adapter for the Switch, but it's mainly just for players who love the GameCube controller for Smash Bros. That would be interesting to see if they were to be able to do that. Uh, Wave Race Blue Storm. There's like a cheat in here where you can make the announcer be super snarky and sarcastic. Uh, it's a sequel to the 64 game, but other than that, I don't know much about it. Chibi Robo. This would be another interesting game to bring over because, again, it's so rare. And I feel like from what I've heard, it's like one of the only good games in the series. Um, there was Park Patrol, which was like a Walmart exclusive DS game. And then there was Zip Flash, which I tried and it just, you know, wasn't that good. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, Mario Party 4. I've, they're, I think they're bringing over the Mario Party games for the Switch. I, they probably wouldn't have much reason to, seeing as they re-released a lot of the boards for Mario Party Superstars. But uh, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. I forgot to mention the Pokemon Stadium games would be interesting to bring over to the 64 service because of... um. Especially the original Pocket Monster Stadium, since that one didn't come to America. Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, again, this one just because of how rare it is, and it goes for tons of money on the secondhand market. Uh, Mario Power Tennis, Mario Sports Games, just to complete the Mario set, I guess. Uh, Smash Bros. Melee, this would be an amazing one to see brought over. I played a bit of it, and it was pretty fun. Pikmin 2, if they're bringing one, they might as well bring over the second. Mario Kart Double Dash. This one's ridiculously fun. And I've heard Mario Kart 64 online is kind of choppy, but it would be interesting to see Double Dash online since uh, it, you could use it um, connected with four other GameCubes for LAN parties. And I've heard it's pretty fun if you can get it to work. That is Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. I really want to see this one brought over. It's so it goes for a lot of money now, and I've always wanted to try it. I've heard such great things about it. I, I might be able to find the, just the disc somewhere for like 60 bucks. That might be how I play. Uh, 1080 Avalanche. Like I said, 1080 Snowboarding. Might as well bring over this one as well. Uh, Cubivore. This is another one that I want just because it's rare and I want to be able to experience it without paying a, um, a bunch of money to play it. Uh, Super Mario Strikers. I've heard great things about this series as well. They made a sequel for it on the Wii, so it would probably be worth bringing over to the service. F-Zero GX. F-Zero has not had a new game in a long time and if they're bringing over f-zero x this one would be uh would make sense to include as well and mario superstars baseball just you know another baseball game now there is one oddball uh game that i want to mention but i don't think it would be included legend of zelda twilight princess so this was a launch game for the wii but it was originally meant to be a gamecube game but they made it a wii launch game instead and ported it to the gamecube like a week later or something but the weird thing is it's not exactly a port since like the whole game is like mirrored on the GameCube version as opposed to the Wii version. So if they did bring it over, it'd be kind of weird to see the GameCube version and not the more well-known Wii version. But considering Nintendo, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, moving on to Game Boy games, Mario Land 1 and 2. I've played some of Mario Land 2 recently and it's pretty fun. Mario Land 1, it, its physics are so janky. <laughs> I don't like it as much. The original Wave Race as well. Molemania. This was a puzzle game designed by Miyamoto. A uh, Kicks. Now I've heard this wasn't was an arcade game before it came out on Game Boy, so this might not work. But because Mario's in it, maybe I don't know. 
Uh, Donkey Kong 94, I've heard really good things about this one. It's like the arcade game, but they expand much more upon it and have more fun mechanics. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland, of course, I got to bring over the Kirby's Dreamland game. So I would, uh, because the game was where Kirby got started, as well as maybe Block Ball and Star Stacker. Uh, Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters. This is a Game Boy sequel to Kid Icarus that never got brought up again until the 3DS Kid Icarus Uprising. Um, Gargoyles Quest. This was a, I've heard good things about this game, but I haven't actually played it, but it would be fun to see brought over. Because I feel like one of the big points of Switch Online is like, um, if you're interested in collecting for the NES or Super Nintendo, you can kind of give some of these games a trial run and figure out if you want to buy them and own them or not. Or it could just be cheap and just play them all that way without um, uh, needing to buy the original retro versions. Uh, Wario Blast featuring Bomberman. I don't know if Bomberman's legality would make it okay for him to appear on the on any games on the service, but because Wario is the main character, maybe. Uh, Alleyway, this is kind of like a breakout clone, but Mario's like the main character. He's like the guy piloting the paddle. It's kind of weird. Um, Kid Dracula, maybe, but because they have the Famicom version on the Castlevania anniversary collection, probably not. Uh, Quirk, this one's a puzzle game. I've heard is super fun. The original Japanese version of it was also localized to America under a different name, Miss amazing tater or something and it's kind of rare but i'd like to see quirk brought over also x if you haven't heard of this game don't feel bad it was like a it's kind of basically star fox but on the game boy it was developed by argonaut software who work on star fox they kind of like did this to show like all their chip quality could have and the fx ship worked pretty well with games like stunt race fx and doom brought over to the super nintendo um, some Game Boy games that probably wouldn't be brought over. Any licensed games. The Game Boy had quite a bit of licensed games. Um, also, downgraded NES or Super Nintendo games were pretty abundant. Like, the Donkey Kong Land games would probably just, you know, not be worth it. Or uh, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, the Mega Man games. Those wouldn't work. Um, Game Boy Color games. Now, I don't have as much because the Game Boy Color didn't have as much games. But Mario Tennis and Mario Golf. These are more RPGs than actual sports games. It would be fun to see brought over them. Um, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Now, uh, this is an odd game, but I wanted to bring it up. Rat Rats. I've only heard of it because it was brought up on one of the Hardcore Gaming 101 episodes, but because Nintendo likes to bring in weird oddball games by third-party companies, this could be one they bring over, because why not? Make a Man Extreme, but because of the way Capcom works, they might not be able to, but they might just make another collection and have this be a bonus feature. Be interesting to see the Mega Man Battle Network and Star Force games get their own collections. Um, Pokemon Pinball and Pokemon Crystal as well, just so you could have a more complete Pokemon collection. Now, Game Boy Advance, I have quite a few here. Uh, Drill Dozer, this one had Rumble built in, but it goes for a lot of money, and this would be fun to be brought over. This was another game developed by Game Freak that wasn't Pokemon. The Golden Sun games, these vi the visuals on those games look fun. They're an interesting RPG series, so it would be fun to be brought see brought over. Um, Wario Land 4, I forgot to mention Wario Land 2 and 3 for the... Game Boy Color would also probably be brought over as well. Mario versus Donkey Kong. These games were interesting, but then the series kind of got weird and was like all about Amiibo for a bit. I mean, one game was all about Amiibo and one was sold as like a physical case with no actual card, just a download code. Kind of weird. Um, Metroid Fusion, since this was a... Uh, they bragged 
about Metroid Dread being the first new 2D Metroid game in 19 years, and Metroid Fusion was the last one, so this would be interesting to see brought over. WarioWare Inc. Mega Microgames and also WarioWare Twisted, but WarioWare Twisted, it would either need to be worked only in handheld mode, or you could use the controller to manipulate the game somehow. Um... I'm not sure if they'd bring over any of the Super Mario Advance games, but they had to bring over one, bring over the fourth one because of all the bonus levels and content they have in it. That was accessible only through the e-reader because of, um, but because it's kind of hard to go, go over now, it would, they probably could do it here and it would be more worth it. The other ones, however, probably not have much points since they already have the other games on the service. A Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald. Emerald goes for a lot of money, so it would be cool to see these games brought over. Other Fire Emblem games for the Game Boy Advance, like there was one that was just called Fire Emblem in North America. Then there was the Binding Blade and the Blazing Blade. Um, Then there was also Golden Sun Dark Dawn. If they're bringing over the original, they might bring over that as well. Mario Kart Super Circuit. I did not like this one at all. It's, It's probably my second least favorite Mario Kart behind the original Super Nintendo one. But it would make sense for them to bring it over. Uh, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Uh, it was another Kirby game that would be worth bringing over. Uh, Rhythm 10 Goku, but a localized version of it. So Rhythm Heaven for the DS you might have heard of, but not its original Game Boy Advance version, which was the last Nintendo-made game for the Game Boy Advance, even later than Mother 3. Came out a couple months after. So, but it would be interesting to see the original one localized since I think the only way to play some of these mini games in English is on the 3DS eShop game, Rhythm Heaven. I think it's called Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. It got a physical version in Europe and Japan, but not America for some reason. Why does Europe and Japan get all the good stuff? They get all the good Club Nintendo prizes and they hog our games. It's mean. Um... Mother 3, of course, also a localized version. But like I said, if they made a Mother collection, they wouldn't have to worry about this. Gunstar Superheroes. I mentioned this because Yoshimitsu is a fan of the original Gunstar Heroes, and it would be interesting to see this one brought over as well. Because of Nintendo's dealings with SNK, it would be interesting to see if they bring over Metal Slug Advance, since I've heard that one's a pretty good Metal Slug game. But it's probably just wishful thinking, since SNK has a couple of collections on the Switch, and I haven't checked those out as much. That would be interesting to see if that's on any of those. Um, by the way, sorry if I'm, this clicking noise, I'm making a noise. Any of our listeners too much. I was almost going to say viewers, but then I remembered nobody can see us. Um, DK King of Swing. When Nintendo took a hiatus from Donkey Kong Country, they made two DK. DK games or was King of Swing for the Game Boy Advance and Jungle Climber for the DS. They're different, but I've heard they're interesting enough that might they might be worth being included. F-Zero Maximum Velocity and Climax and GP Legend. Half of the F-Zero series was on the Game Boy Advance. Most likely not GP Legends. That was based off the F-Zero anime, but the other two would be interesting, including especially Climax since it never got an American version. Super Monkey Ball Jr. I'd also like to see, but it may might make more sense if they had originally, if Sega had originally included it as a bonus feature on Banana Mania. And uh, Mario Golf Advance Tour. This is another one that I've heard is also an RPG, like the like the Mario Golf in tennis games for the Game Boy Color. Um, a couple of other honorable mention systems: Virtual Boy, because why not? Virtual Boy Wireland, Mario Clash, Mario Tennis, Tetris 3D, Galactic Pinball, Red Alarm, and Instant Snow Yakata are all games that I feel like would be worth seeing added. 
especially now that you could actually play these games without having to burn your eyes. Yay. There are some other licensed games like Waterworld, Panic Bomber, and uh, Jack Rose, which might not be worth bringing over. Jack Rose was just made by a third-party developer. It's a Shin Megami Tensei spinoff and might not be worth it. Game & Watch games. I would like to see Game & Watch games brought over and maybe just as a collection. Or they could bring the Game & Watch collections for the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Advance over instead of Game & Watch Gallery 1, 2, 3, and 4. Might do that instead. Or just put all the Game & Watch games on one collection and bring them over there. But if they had to bring over a few, I'd like to see them ball. It was the original Octopus, which I've heard is good. Chef, Helmet, there are many others like Vermin. There's a lot, but it would be interesting to see these all brought over as like you're holding a piece of Nintendo history. And lastly, the Pokemon Mini. Now, if you haven't heard of this, don't feel too bad. It was a system that not many people had bought, but it was like a special Pokemon-only system. It was kind of Tamagotchi size, but it had a few physical cartridge games for it, like some that would be interesting to see included a uh, Togepi's Great Adventure, Pokemon Pinball Mini, Pokemon Tetris, Pokemon Co- Puzzle Collection. I think they made a second one for this system too. And Pokemon Race Mini, just as a wanted to include these, just as an honorable mention. Oh boy, that was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. But it, it would just be interesting to see Nintendo branch out a bit more just to make the price increase worth it, you know? Um, but uh, before we leave, I feel like it would make more sense to go through the years in gaming we were originally going to do both the playstation 4 and xbox one but i'm only going to do the playstation 4 because of time yeah so it's games through the years then yep years in gaming take it away uh i'm certain this time that i haven't messed it up because we messed up uh because the file corrupted and i knew uh, and we did years in gaming already, so let's do this again. Uh, for the views, uh, 2013 started off with March 12th, God of War Ascension. March 20th, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon wasn't released in the US until the 24th. Let's see how many words I can butcher this time. Yeah, uh, March 28th. Game and Wario Wii U was released, but not well, US until June 23rd. For the Wii U, it doesn't have Wii U in the title. I messed up that title when writing it. <laughs> no, I that was my fault. Okay. Uh, May 9th, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Minis on the Move, was released. Uh, May 24th, Flappy Bird was released. June 14th, The Last of Us was released. June 20th, New Super Luigi U was released. Um. Then- yeah, I- yeah, retail July 13th. This was like DLC for New Super Mario Bros. U, but you play right. as Luigi instead. Um, th- it also came out as its own. Se- uh, July 16th was when it came out as its own separate game, but it also came bundled with Mario Bros. U, and now it's in Mario U Deluxe. 2013 was actually the year of Luigi, which is why there's also Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon and stuff, because it was the 30th anniversary of his first in-game appearance, the Mario Bros. arcade game. But I'm sorry for interrupting for so long. Please continue. No problem. Uh, July 9th, Plants vs. Zombies 2 was released, but not in the US until August 15th. July 12th, Mario and Luigi Dream Team was released for the 3DS, but not in the US until August 11th. Sorry. July 13th, Pikmin 3 was released, but not in the US until August 4th. July 25th, Mario Kart Arcade Grand Prix DX was released. But none in the U.S. until 2014. 
And um, that was also known as Taiko no Taitsujin. Actually, that I sorry, I screwed that up so badly. Um, there are care there are uh, Don Chan from Taiko no Tatsujin, which is a rhythm game. He appears as a racer in that game. That's all. Ah, okay. August second, Killer Queen was released in the arcade. Let me tell you, that game is really fun. Uh, August 9th, uh, 29th, Raymond Legends was released, but not in the U.S. until September third. September seventeenth, GTA Five was released. September. 20th, Windwalker HD was released. October 12th, uh, the 2DS was released, as was Pokemon X and Y 3D. I forgot what you said on that For the that 3DS. One. X and Y 3DS. For the 3DS, okay. Um, but not Z for some reason. Okay. October 18th, Sonic Lost World was released, but not in the US until October 29th. October 31st, We Fit You was released, but not in the US until the following day. I don't see why they felt it was necessary to hold it back from the U.S. for another day. Probably but, because uh, airplane delays. Who knows? Meh, whatever. Uh, November 6th, Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus was released for the PS3. Not as funny as some other titles in the series, sadly, but yeah, I guess interesting like, if you're I, a space I'm trying fan. To figure, I'm trying to figure I don't out really, what the I don't, joke is. I don't There's think nothing. it's anything at all. It's just they wanted to make a more standard title. Still sounds cool regardless. Or could they just not come up with anything? Yeah. Anyways, uh, November 15th, the PS4 was released. November 21st, Super Mario 3D World sorry, was released. November 22nd, Mario Party Island Tour was released, as was the Xbox One. And December 31st, Dr. Luigi was released. All right, there are quite a few games that um I had added to this list later. One thing I did want to mention was that um, Sonic Lost World did get some DLC with Legend of Zelda content since it released on the Wii U. Or that might be one of the Sonic Boom games. I can't re- remember. <laughs> um, So January 15th, DMC Devil May Cry, um, a reboot of the franchise set in a parallel universe, came out. January 16th, Temple Run 2. March 15th, Tomb Raider, which was a reboot of the franchise, came out. April 18th, Tomodachi Life released, not in the U.S. until June. It's kind of weird that this one, uh, Metopia is on the Switch. It would be interesting to see this one come as well. April 23rd, Don't Starve release. If you don't know what this is, it's a mobile game, but I think it also came to Switch. May 23rd, Shin Megami Tensei 4 released, not in the U.S. until July 16th. Uh, June 15th, the Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures television show premieres. I never watched it, but I heard that um, apparently Namco had forced, uh, initially went for his inclusion in Smash Bros. for 3DS and Wii U. Namco wanted Nintendo to use his Ghostly Adventures design instead of a more standard one, but then they agreed on the design from the Pac-Man world games instead. Uh, June 25th, best day in the universe, by the way. The Oya release, which is a very failed um, digital game system thing that was like a game streaming service, but all the games released for it had to be free, so it flopped really quickly, but it made a heck ton of money for the uh, for the Kickstarter. Um, same day as Plants vs. Zombies 2 on July 9th, Dota 2 came out, short for Defense of the Ancients 2. It's a sequel to Defense of the Ancients, which is a mod of world of warcraft um uh um august 8th 
Papers, Please released. Oh, sorry, I forgot again. July 11th, Yokai Watch released, but it didn't come to the U.S. until, until November 6th of 2015. Took their sweet time getting over. If you haven't heard of it, it's a game that's kind of similar to the Pokemon franchise. It was like the other monster-catching series for the 3DS. Um, August 8th, Papers, Please released. This is another mobile game that I've heard good things about, but it also has like some important message about the about immigration and whatnot. August thirteenth. What? Glory to our Stotska. I don't you <laughs> you won't get it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, August 13th, Geometry Dash and DuckTales remaster both released. Fantastic remaster of an NES game. And August... Geometry Dash. You what? And Geometry Dash. I said Geometry Dash. No, I know. It's just kind of like Push it off to this side. Geometry, Geometry Dash is still a pretty fun game. I haven't played it in a while, but it is a pretty interesting like rhythm slash platformer. August I suck 20th, at it, but it's fine. August 20th, Saints Row the 4th release. September 24th, Scribble Knots Unmasked, a DC Comics adventure release. This won a world record for like most comic book characters in a video game or something because you can summon it all of them, basically. <laughs> Um, October 23rd, Forza Horizon released. October 25th, Batman Arkham Origins came out. October 29th, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. November 21st, same day as Mar 3D World. Uh, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 released, which is like the third game in the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy because there was another one, but I forgot to mention that one, and we'll get back to that one in our Years in Gaming big review for the, se- the season finale. Um, number 22nd, same day as Mario Party Islands or an Xbox One Dead Rising 3 released. And December 13th, Stick It to the Man release. If you haven't heard of this game, it looked interesting. I'd heard about it from one of my gaming books I got, and I wanted to give it a mention here since it didn't look like it had got much attention. But, uh, yeah, um, but the PlayStation 4 release, so we're going to be talking about that. However, we're going to hold off on talking about the Xbox One until next episode. So the PlayStation 4 sold 106 million units. Its best-selling game was Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, which was made by Naughty Dog in 2016, and it is an action-adventure game. What's regarded as its best game is Grand Theft Auto 5, which was developed by Rockstar North. It's an action-adventure game and came out in 2013. Apparently, it made like a it made a lot of money on its release date. I don't know if it broke a world record or even if it still holds it, but you know, it's a lot of people say it's a good game, but I haven't tried it yet. What's regarded as its worst game is Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Volume 1. It's an action-adventure game made by Versus Evil in 2015. And the rarest game is... Now, uh, you may want to take a... You may want to sit down before you hear this title. Poop Slinger, created by Diggity.net in 2018. I, I don't know what, what the deal was with this game releasing, but it's just straight-up weird. And yes, the premise is exactly what it sounds like. You sling poop at people. But some other games that I wanted to talk about is uh, Persona 5, which was an RPG created in 2016 by Atlas. Spider-Man, which is an action-adventure game created by Insomniac Games in 2018. So uh, Persona 5, Joker, of course, um, from this game is a fighter in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, one of the fighters passes heard good things about it they made a uh they made a semi-sequel on the switch oh sadly yoshimitsu left the meeting i think is uh his internet cut out but that's okay 
Spider-Man. Uh, my uncle owns this game. From what I've heard, it's pretty good, but I haven't tried it. I wouldn't know. Like I said, it does look really cool, and there is a reference to the Pizza Time uh, missions and music in Spider-Man from Spider-Man to the video game. If you go to a pizza place and listen real closely to the window, you can hear the song from it. Kingdom Hearts, which released uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which came out in 2019. It's an action RPG developed by Square Enix. So, of course, Sora recently came out in uh, Smash Bros. And I've heard good things. (laughs) I had no idea your profile picture was Vector. That's right. It's never signed me in before meeting in a while. It's been so long. I came in and looked at it. I was like, why is that showing? <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. So Yoshimitsu just came back into the meeting. Did your internet cut out? Yeah. It, Sorry about I, that. I got kicked. I don't understand it. Sorry about that. You missed hearing about Poop Slinger for the PlayStation 4. Yes, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, Flashbacks to Boogerman Pick and Flick Adventure. <laughs> I need to play that game. Apparently, there, there was an effort to remaster it on Kickstarter for modern consoles, but it didn't make enough money, sadly. do need to try that one at some point. There's um, so many na- games out there with just the most hilarious names. There's Ball Jacks, but I won't go into detail about that. There's also Sticky Balls for the Gizmondo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> enough said, enough said. Tangents, tangents. Yeah. Um, Little Big Planet 3 is the next PlayStation 4 game. Uh. Which was released by Sumo Digital. It was developed by Sumo Digital instead of Media Molecule for some reason because they wanted to work on Tearaway for the PlayStation Vita instead. So it's a puzzle platform game that came out in 2014. It also released on the PlayStation 3, but they shut down its server. So you, if you're playing the PlayStation 3 version of any of the Little Big Planet games, you can't upload player created levels. Okay, Yoshimitsu, we find it all hilarious that you're turning your camera on and off and we can all see Vector from Despicable Me in all his orange glory. If I, I, I'm going to be honest, I actually have not seen that movie and I need to. You have, oh gosh, we need It's the only one I haven't seen. I feel terrible, but. We need to. Y'all can, we need to review that on, yeah, we need to do that on uh, Geeks and Films. Yeah, it's not the greatest movie ever. Well, it's got Vector. It's pretty good. Yeah, but but because you haven't seen it and I have, we we have to do it now. I'm sorry. It's been. I've wanted to watch it so bad, but again, tangents, tangents. I'm sorry. It has been decided. It has been cast out into the internet for all to remember. Um, Next, there's Knack. This was a launch game for the PlayStation 4. It was developed by Japan Studio, and it's a platformer. Came out in 2013. There was also a sequel for it that came out in 20 something or other. Can't remember. Uh, Bloodborne, which was made by From Software, it's an action RPG, came out in 2014. I can't remember why I put this on there, but I'm sure fans of the game will appreciate its inclusion, nonetheless. Um, Gravity Rush 2, I wanted to mention this. This one was also developed by Japan Studio, and it's an action adventure released in 2017. Original Gravity Rush came out in a came out for the Vita. So I thought I would mention this one as well. I think there was also a remaster for the PlayStation 4 as well. Near Automata, which I've heard very good things about. It's an action RPG. came out in 2017 and developed by Platinum Games, the makers of Bayonetta. Uh, um, God of War 
it's just called God of War, but it, it's a 2018 reboot. It came out in 2018, of course. It's an action-adventure game developed by Santa Monica Studio. Um, after that, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is an ARPG developed by Guerrilla Games in 2017. Um, I haven't played this as, as you might expect. I haven't played most of these. I own a PlayStation 4, but wanted to, I, I wanted to mention this console and its games just for the sake of completeness and whatnot. After this, Last Guardian, which uh, developed by Japan Studio, it's an action adventure, came out in 2016. I think this takes place in the eco universe, or it's by the, I think it's concept. I think it's like, um, it's like a prequel to Eco. I don't know if Shadow of Colossus is also in this universe. I talked about this with Pavlos once and I can't remember what he said about it. We might have discussed it on a previous episode. We might not have. Depends. Um, let's see. There was a Death Stranding, which was developed by Kojima Productions in 2018. It's, it's an action game. It was developed by Kojima after he left Konami for treating him unjustly or something like along those lines. Um, Days Gone. I've heard very good things about this. It's an action adventure game developed by Bend Studio in 2019. Then there's The Last of Us Part Two, which was um developed by Naughty Dog in 2020. So it's like it was kind of controversial, but it won Game of the Year last year. So how bad can it be? Um, after that, Ghost of Tsushima, which came out in 2020. It's an action-adventure game by Sucker Punch Productions. And that's all the PlayStation 4 games that I have that are exclusive to the system, by the way. But I'm going to talk about some games that came out for both the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Some of them also came out on the Wii U. Some of them also on the Switch. It's kind of weird because the Switch sort of came out mid-generation because it came out between the release of the PlayStation 4 and 5 and the Xbox Series X and S, because they always, I don't know why, they always seem to try to release within a week of each other just for that heavy competition. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity, developed by Ubisoft, came out in 2014. It's an action-adventure. Syndicate, another Assassin's Creed game by Ubisoft, 2015 action-adventure. Assassin's Creed Origins, 2017 Ubisoft action-adventure. And Odyssey, which is actually an action RPG, about Ubisoft in 2018. Then there's Valhalla, which was um, an, a- an ARPG by uh, Ubisoft, another Assassin's Creed game in 2020. Now I want to talk about some of the Call of Duty games. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, which came out in 2014 by um, Sledgehammer. It's an FPS. Black Ops 3, which is an FPS, came out in 2015, developed by Tractor Time. Black Ops 4, which came out in 2018, and it's an FPS developed by Tractor. Now what's interesting about this game is that the title is Black Ops 4, but it's four eyes in a row as the Roman numerals instead of IV. I don't know why sometimes I've seen the Roman numeral 4 done as four eyes instead of IV. It's so weird to me. That I would be a mistake why. because... I've that... seen it on some clock faces. There's this clock that I've driven by sometimes and it has four eyes instead, but you know, to Strange. each his own, I guess. It's strange, definitely, but I guess some people do that. Um, Then there's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's different than Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. It's it's a different game altogether, but it's I think it's a reboot. It's an FPS developed by Infinity Ward in 2019. I don't know why their company's called Infinity Ward if they're named after the movie or not, but that is where we're going to hold things off on games that came out for 
both or in some cases three systems because I want to save these for the next episode because you know we're short on time and we want to make sure we have something to keep you coming back for the next episode so thanks to for joining us for this episode uh, Yoshimitsu where can people find you uh I'm not going to make the same mistake as I did in our ditched recording uh my name is not Woodstock 05 I am Specter Vamp um you can find me at Specter Vamp on Discord Lego Ideas and Mechabricks um if you supported me on Lego Ideas that'd be greatly appreciated and yeah where can people find you Tiger all right, so I'm on Scratch's Woodstock of Five and Lego Ideas' Woodstock of Five. Haven't uploaded much there recently since, you know, Lego won't let my ideas come in. Lego ideas, but I'm also I'm also on um, Mecha Bricks as GNG Tiger, but I can upload whatever I want there. Yeah. And so I made a big Smash Bros. custom minifigure project that you should all take a look at. Um, also, please join our Geeks and Games Discord server. Sometimes you'll see bonus videos. Sometimes you'll see custom stuff made by me, announcements about the show, all kinds of stuff. Pretty fun. You should totally take a look at it. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or complaints, additions to our years in gaming or films you'd like to see us review on our Geeks and Films portion of the show, please send those to geeksandgamespodcast at gmail.com. Also, rate and review us five stars on apple podcast please i'd say also do it on stitcher but we're not on stitcher so don't unless of course you're listening to some bootleg of it where some guy just took all the recordings and called it his own that's happened in which case also don't (laughs) review his unfavorably so people can come to the real one thank Uh, you just getting up could probably uh actually we did recently pass 600 total listens so thank you all for that but thank you so much for joining us for this episode and we will see you next time which in that episode we will talk about cancelled games as well as the Xbox One bye bye